0: Rocket so and man, I, I want to make sure I don't I'll mess up. It, it's just Sheriff Lindeman?
1: It's Sheriff. It's yeah. Yep. Oh
0: yeah, Sheriff Lindeman. Okay.
1: So guess yeah. what I just did, Dylan?
0: You did your post.
1: I did it. I did. Oh, I'm it. proud of you. I, I was like, you know what? I I'm just uh, if I sit here and think about it, I'm going to second guess myself, and I'm feeling really there pumped right now because Dylan got me all yeah
2: got, your, got y'all riled up. <laughs> you got you <me> all <laughs> riled up you got me going
1: and i was like awesome. i'm doing it i'm doing it right now before i was that, that was
2: that homework for you guys
0: no it was um she was There's talking like- about i'll mention it during the episode too um just kind of like what other people think and stuff you know uh-huh. and then i was just like you know what screw it like if you're gonna believe in what you're doing like why don't you just do do a facebook post announce to the public this is what i'm doing
2: then you gotta hold you accountable yeah this
0: is my vision this is what i'm going to accomplish like i'm doing it and then boom like accountability it becomes real and i was like just do it and then she just Mm -hmm. did it i was like awesome
1: Mm -hmm. oh my gosh you know what it does it does it totally makes it real Uh i'm just like oh (laughs) 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 that's like really I am just going nuts right now. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is gonna, this is really real. This is. I'm. Oh, that was a good challenge, Dylan. That was just a very good challenge because that was like, you know, he he hit me right at the core of my fear because I was like, I'm so afraid of what everybody's gonna say about me, <laughs> and he was like, freaking post it on Facebook, post it on Facebook, and I'm like, I love Shit. it. Shit!
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love no, no. He he gets he gets me too because like, cause sometimes I like I, I'm totally like that too. Not not I don't really care about other people, but it's just like me self consciously sometimes like putting myself out there is like whatever because I like to be the guy behind the computer screen, you know, just chilling in the back. But you know you gotta you gotta get out there eventually. So I totally I totally sympathize. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean it was like I don't know it was like exactly I think that's exactly what I needed mm-hmm. to do and like it's I mean well. He- and then I just I love what he said about you You can't care. You have to be like, whatever. Mm-hmm. You can't care about people that aren't getting the results that you want to get. You can't mm-hmm. go ask, you know, you, you can't go to a shop teacher with missing fingers. You know, it's like, okay, that's not going to work. <laughs> you can't go to the fat person to learn how to be fit. And so I love my people. But you know what? If I got big dreams, I got to do what it takes and I like yep. that what he said too like if I'm going to date what was his name Chatum Tatum or whatever Ch- Channing
2: Tatum
0: okay, so <laughs> hold, on, hold, on. Nice. Oh, <laughs> hold on hold on before we continue I want to go ahead and just just for our listeners like uh, I'm going to go ahead and just do the intro now but everything now till here is staying okay and then we'll, it, we'll, it. we'll do it now that's really good content Wally um, yeah, so I'll,
1: everyone,
2: I'll cut it up. Don't don't worry
0: about. Yeah, that. so for everyone tuning in, you know, thank you so much. Uh, we have a special episode today in the Knowledge Boner podcast. We have a special guest with us. I'm here with my co-host Wally Wynn and uh, you know, uh, a good friend of mine now, uh, Cherith Lindman. Cherith, how's it going? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so, so before we kind of dive into this topic, too, um, you know, kind of tell everyone your reaction of the podcast at first when I told you about it. I know you listened to a couple of episodes and and you liked it, but why don't you kind of share that with everybody? and what your take is on it so far.
1: Well, I've listened to your intro episode and episode two. So I haven't gotten too far into it yet, but I really like um, really hit me what you said about mindset and believing that it was going to be real. you talked about that in that first episode and that to be able to get to the place where you want to be, you have to have that belief, um, that it's really going to happen. So you were t- you were you were saying in the episode that anybody who's gone from six figures to seven figures nobody gets there without first really truly believing and you gave the example of uh when Dan Locke he talks about he he believed that he was going to have that car and so when he actually drove it off the lot he didn't have any emotion in it because he was like, yeah, this is my car. And so you have to have that level of belief. And that really hit me because like I was thinking, I don't know if I really believe it, but what you just made me do by posting on Facebook, that really increased my belief. <laughs> say,
2: so, right. so let's back up for just a second. So for, for these guys that are listening um, so what, what, exactly, what kind of advice did Dylan give you and, and, and what, uh, and what, what kind of happened?
1: Um, Well, let's see. I was just kind of really going through some self-doubt. We're in the uh, High Ticket Closer program, and I was going through a lot of self-doubt about, um, let me go back, rewind here. (laughs) I was saying, I don't really believe, I've I've done network marketing several times. There's this part of me that really wants to pursue entrepreneurship that it, I just find it exciting. I find it challenging. I have these big goals, uh, in my head that I want to pursue. Um, but I don't necessarily really believe that I can do it. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, and then I was always also having a kind of a hard time with this piece about self image. Like, I see myself a certain way, but I have to maybe expand that vision of myself to be able to become the person I need to be to accomplish these goals. And so um, Dylan, which was so nice, so awesome, he had offered to say, he said, well, anybody who needs some encouragement or some help, feel free to call me and I'll talk you through it. And oh my gosh. Thank Dylan. I'm like, I'm on cloud nine right now. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) He really helped me, talk me through it. He gave me some great examples from his own personal journey that, wow, it's really, really helped. I really, I don't know. I just like, is this what it feels like when someone has a breakthrough? I really feel like that right now. I'm really No, absolutely. I
2: think so. I think you you finally you got a you got a knowledge boner.
1: It feels so weird to say that so but it is and really yeah I feel like I feel like I've kind of come and come through it that oh it was so I just Dylan I just I have to say I just appreciate you so much and I appreciate so much that you kind of talk me through this because I really do feel like it's it's something it is it's all in your head it really is all in your head because you know Part of I think probably no one else really cares. (laughs) So
0: yeah, so and 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 a lot of listeners probably able to relate to this, but why don't you just tell everyone like originally like you know what your fear was because I know we talked about um, you know you you really want to do, uh you know this entrepreneurial thing this journey and you know your why right and what you told me was your why is you know for to be spend time with your kids, um and you know you want you have a a big dream to be able to build schools one day, um and but you're worried that if you do this program the HTC program um, that people are going to, you know, have opinions are going to judge you, uh, and et cetera. So kind of tell them about that, like what your, what your fear was.
1: Yeah, I know you hit that right on the head. And I think it was so funny because the people that I hang around with are very much religious, uh, you know, a lot of everybody that I, you know, pastors and teachers and things of this sort. And so I, you know, and salespeople, I think just in general, in society, it doesn't matter if you're running, you're, you're in a religious crowd or if you're just wherever. Anything related to sales is just really looked down upon. And yeah, we have a and bad every- rap. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, make, every time- we make
0: the world go around and we have a bad rap. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I, I think that the problem is that there's so many people that are doing sales that aren't doing it right. And 100%. I- and mm-hmm. I think that that is what really, like, I feel like maybe 90% of the people out there doing sales are doing a really crap job of it. And I think that's what I really like about this program that we're in, because he just talks about um, listening, finding the people, the person's pain point. Uh, and I think that's just really what it comes boils down to is just really helping people. And that's really what it is and helping them to get over their own bullshit to see, no, this is what you need to do. This is the next step you need to take, which is exactly when um, when I was getting going, making the decision to join HTC, I actually ended up calling, being on a call with somebody, and that's exactly what he did. He just listened to me. He, he heard what I had to say. He heard my pain, and I didn't feel like he was selling me at all. I just felt like he understood where I was coming from, and he just helped me work through it, and I feel like... That's kind of really what sales is. It's just you want to do this, but you just have this block for whatever reason it is. And it, the salesperson is just understanding you, helping you get past that and saying, no, you it, it, you are worth it. You are worth investing in. It is worth investing in yourself. It is worth um, taking that step, taking that leap, or you are worth getting that new watch, or you are worth doing this. This is the thing that you need to do to to move, to become the better version of yourself. I like that, what he said about.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so, so, so the topic today for everyone listening, you know, is really I want to hit on, you got to understand when, when you first get into entrepreneurship, um, I wholeheartedly believe this. I've heard this from other people before, and it's just so true. Uh, I'll share my story with it. and Wally will definitely share his. But um, I think that your family, your close friends and family, when you decide to become an entrepreneur, become public enemy, number one, like hands down, that is that is, there is so much truth to that. Your, your family and your friends can either make you or break you. Um, when you kind of step outside that norm, um, and, and they have good intentions, right? Like your people close to you, they just want to protect you. They, they give you their opinions. They want to hold you back. They, they don't want to see you go through failure. They don't want to see you go through pain, which is which is ironic because, as we all know, in order to grow, we have to have failure. We have to have pain. We have to experience those experiences. So, uh, you know, when I first got involved um, in entrepreneurship, you know, it got so bad uh, to where it was just, you know, my own mom was you know, talking on the phone and, you know, I was saying, you know, when are you going to get a job? Like, when are you going to do this? Like, you know, why literally said, why are you taking the easy way out? Like, why are you leaving school? Like you're taking the easy way out. And of course my brain's like, this is the easy way out. Like, oh my gosh, like, this is, <laughs> this is not easy at all. Um, it got so bad to the point where I literally had to tell my family, uh, when they call me, like, look, if every time we have a conversation, if you're going to bring up what I'm doing and you're just going to be negative, like, do not call me anymore. I, I put my foot down. and I told everyone, like, I don't want to hear from you. Don't talk to me.
1: Like, oh, if, if
0: you're going to be negative, like, that, that's it. But, but if you're going to be supportive, you want to have a normal conversation, I'll talk to you. So from that point on, it's like, and, and it worked. Like, I was very clear, like, this is what I'm doing, and this is what's going to happen. And, you know, it completely changed everything. And I mean, what about you, Wally? Did you have any similar experiences from family or any type of uh, uh, friction when you started your journey? Heck
2: yeah, are you kidding me? You know, and, you know, for you guys that listened to episode two and kinda of heard a little about my story, you know, obviously, you know, me having Asian parents and me also getting in trouble for that was not was not a good combination, right? So then I, so, you know, for you guys that you know, I went back after I got in trouble and all that stuff and finished my college degree and actually started going for my masters. So now, you know, I have degrees and actual education under my belt, right? So you imagine my parents or my family. Whenever I say, "Oh yeah, you know, I did all that, I experienced all that, but I'm still going to be an entrepreneur anyway," <laughs> you know. So, so yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the pushback is terrible. You know, I can't tell you how many times you know I used to go back and talk to my mom or talk to my dad, and they'd, they'd be like, "Hey son, are you uh, you know, you're gonna get a job?" And I'm just like, "I have a job, thank you." You know. <laughs> Not actually, but, you know, I work for myself, but, but, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. And, and I guess where it comes from, and I heard this from somewhere and I can't really pinpoint it if I'm a hundred percent honest, but basically what I heard was, you know, it's all your friends, your family, all the people that have like dealt with you in life, you know, when you meet them before you, if you become an entrepreneur after you've already had like established like a friend group and that kind of stuff, they're, they're going to have pushback on you. And it's only because you're doing something different than what they're expecting, right? hmm you know, they have these expectations of you. Hey, you know, they, they want you to say, stay exactly how their mind perceives you. So, so whenever you start doing different stuff or when you start progressing and when you start doing stuff that's different than what you normally do, of course you're going to get pushed back. They're going to be like, hey, man, what's wrong with you? You know, what are you doing? Are you okay? Because they want you to stay right where you were. But, you know, in order for you to grow, obviously you've got to, you know, be able to overcome those barriers. So definitely, I understand 100%. Yeah, Not exactly.
1: That was just beautiful. <laughs> I think what you guys just both said is like, man, these guys just hit it on the head. That is so exactly – that was exactly what I was kind of experiencing and going through. Like, And part of the problem is, too, like there has been a couple of times that I had tried to get involved in network marketing and gotten all gung-ho about it and then f- failed at it. And then it's kind of like you feel like everybody's like, oh, see – You should have listened to us from the beginning. Now you've wasted all this time and all this money.
0: Yeah, and instead of thinking like, "Yeah, I failed at this," but I learned something. I gained a new skill. Um, You know, I I don't know entrepreneurs. I think we just we're a different breed of people. We have a different, you know, complete mindset. Um, But this is this is a really powerful story that we're all sharing because I think a lot of listeners uh, and people that are struggling, I think they perceive in their head like, "Oh no, it's just me. Like I'm going through this. My family's not supportive." Or, or, you know, why am I getting this, but no one else doesn't? And what I want to be very clear with everybody is that that everyone goes through this. Every single entrepreneur hits this type of friction and what to do about it. So what I was you know telling Cherith was, you know, look, you are not going to, if you go through your journey, whatever it is you want to do, and you're afraid of what other people are going to think, like online and stuff, you don't want to let them know what you're doing. If you can't believe in what you're doing and you're passionate about it yourself and share it, then you're never going to be successful. So I told her, like, you know, whatever your dream is, I asked her why she's doing it. She told me why. I said, good, what I want you to do, and this is going to be really uncomfortable, I want you to go on Facebook. I want you to share what it is you want to accomplish. Tell everybody what it is you're doing right now and why you're doing it. Make it become real. Hold yourself accountable. Because once you get it out there, it's done. Like now it's real. Now you have no choice but to, to push yourself. You know what your why is. And, you know, because I I know, you know, you have children and and I see so many people that and it really boils me inside. I hate when people use their family as a crutch. I hate when people say, oh, I can't exercise or go to the gym because I don't have time because I have kids or I can't start a business and I can't do this and that because I have kids. Like people literally hold their children up and use them as a shield to protect themselves from something uncomfortable because it's a means of them mentally justifying why they do what they do.
1: And that's not Right. That is so awful. I feel like that is so awful to the kids too. Like, you know, tell, you know, you want to tell your kids one day, you're the reason you're, you're the reason that I didn't f- follow my dreams. Thank you. know what? I mean, what kind of crap is that to tell your kids?
0: Well, Hi, I don't Mike. think it's so much that they, that they tell them that what, what I truly believe is in their minds, they're justifying as like, I'm not going to the gym and I'm, I'm doing all this time and and I'm working a nine to five, I'm sacrificing that this, this is what they tell us. I'm sacrificing what I should be doing and, and working a job I hate for my children to raise my children. That's their justification. I see this oh, okay. all the time, right? That, that's yeah, but, but
2: I, I agree with you there 100%, but, but I definitely see what she's saying, though, because there, there's a level of resentment that can happen too. Like, imagine, you know, you're, you know, imagine like you're one of these people, right? And you and you, you know, say, hey, you know, my kids are my distraction from my goal. And then your kids grow up. Now your kids are eighteen. They're out of the house. And what do you do now? You're stuck. You're hanging out. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. No, that's 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 true. That's a good way to to look at it. But
1: well, uh, yeah, so, I so think that's things. like. Oh, go ahead.
0: I was just saying. So so the biggest thing is just you know, whatever you're doing, and, and watch. Go ahead. You can give them the example that I told you about uh, Channing Tatum. Um, this is this is funny. It's so weird how my mind works. <laughs> this is this is literally what I do when I brainstorm. When I just think about stuff throughout the day. So why don't you tell them what I shared with you?
1: Yeah, it was really. It was. Really, I don't even. I I don't know. This maybe. I'm not very into. I don't even know who Channing Tatum is, but I suppose he's like some really cool, awesome fit guy that yeah, know, has a lot of actor. money. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but he was just saying that Channing Tatum just got a divorce. So there's all these women out there. Uh, saying, Oh, he's single. Yay. We got it. Now, you know, how can like, we, now we're going to get it. We have a chance. We have a chance to date Channing Tatum. And so Dylan said, "Um, well, if I was a girl and I want to date Channing Tatum, I would have to say to myself, who do I have to be in order to be at that level that he would even look at me that he would even like, you know, because there's some women out there, you know, they're overweight, broke and okay. Well, how what do you what makes you think that Channing Tatum would even give you the time of day and even though that's like um but it made sense you know because what he's saying is like you have to be become the kind of if that's your goal is to date Channing Tatum you have to think well what kind of person do i have to be in order to achieve that and that made a lot of sense to me because that's what if i'm really serious about doing having, you know, doing the big dreams that I have, if I'm really going to do it, I need to be able to expand myself, my point of view, my mentality to say, what kind of person do I have to be to be able to accomplish this? And I also really liked what you said about not, um, hiding behind or being in the background, hiding behind. If I don't even have the courage to say what it is I'm doing, how do I expect it to ever come true? And so, yeah. Yeah that yeah
0: yeah 100 percent, and 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 it comes to because you know me and wally can relate to this like wally will do if it comes to like getting something and wally has to pack up his stuff and move somewhere like he'll tell you he'll do it he's done it tons (laughs) and tons and tons of times you know saying Mm -hmm. when i'm here to florida right so even in that example it's just you know if i was a girl and it's like okay this is my goal and i want to do this like okay am i willing to move to where he even lives. Like how serious am I this? Am I just saying I dream about dating Channing Tatum or do I want it to happen? So, okay, you move to the city, you get in excellent shape, you get a career field of, of maybe who you think that he'd be interested in, you study him, you see what type, of, what type of girl he likes, you become that. So the day comes and you actually accomplish this and you're dating Channing Tatum, the people would look at you and be like, oh man, like, oh my gosh, you're dating Channing Tatum, it must be so exciting. And you look back and they're like, what, what are you talking about? What do you mean it's exciting? Like, I knew this was gonna happen. I planned for this.
2: Or I either that it. or they're going to say, oh, that's a lucky, you know, oh, you're oh, yeah. lucky that oh, you're, you're dating lucky. Chandler you're so Tatum. lucky,
0: right? Yeah, exactly. And what people don't get is like, no, like that person would look at them and be like, you don't understand. Like I was dating Chaden Tatum this entire time in my head. I molded myself to become the person that he would even be interested in. And it's just like people can't fathom or, or you tell them what they should do and they just, they just won't do it. They just wouldn't do it because they're all taught. Right. If you're serious and you're head over heels for Channing Tatum, go prove it to me.
1: Uh, I just like that, what you said. If you're serious and you want to do it, go prove it. That is, you know what? And I think that's kind of like when you were talking, when you were talking, you had given the example of when you were in high school and you guys were kind of not expected to do very well. And then you went and won the regionals, or I think it was what you said. And I feel like that was something that I was thinking of. There's a lot of people out there that are all talk and no backup. And I just like what you said. Like, if, if that's what you're going to do, then do it, prove it. And that's, I think that's part of that whole exercise of go and post your big dream and tell, tell the critics, tell your family, you know, go and, you know, because get, you know, welcome the flack welcome the rejection welcome them telling you that you can't because that means you're going in the right direction that you're doing it and so that just that's kind of all right this is what i want and now i'm going to take action i'm going to start you know doing the research to okay who is channing tatum (laughs) i need to date him now
2: (laughs) you have
0: anything to add to that wally (laughs)
2: no man i i I think no i think she's got it i think i think we 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 really uh hit some nice points here yeah and uh, i mean just just a little i guess i will add a little bit about becoming the person that you want to be i mean obviously you know a lot of people when they want they want to work on themselves they say you know i want i want to lose some weight right but why do you want to lose weight really it's because you want to be more attractive to people so that way you know you you either attract more girls or whatever it gives you some more self-confidence So there's obviously another, there's always an underlying factor. And whenever you figure out what that is, that becomes your why, right? And so that's, and that's what really can drive you forward to say, Hey, you know what? I, even if it's as simple as, Hey, I want to lose weight because I want to talk to more girls. Okay. That's a great start.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just so the takeaway of this episode, guys, definitely understand your why. Um, don't cut negativity out. Like, I mean, you guys got to cut negativity out immediately. Like, so whatever it is you're going to do, like, if you know you're getting friction from friends or family, You need to shut that shit down immediately because it's just going to weigh down on you. It's going to make it so hard. We all know like this journey of rejection and failure is already mentally tough as it is. Right. The last thing you need are people close to you, uh, you know, judging you or hammering you and just use that negativity, you know, to fuel you even more and uh, you know, avoid those people at first, definitely avoid them at first, just so that it's not having a negative impact on your business.
1: I think another takeaway for me is don't be afraid of it. You've got to face your fear and just go for it mm-hmm. no matter what.
2: Well, and the biggest fear to face is is actually looking back at your friends and family and tell no, this is the path I want. This is what I choose and whether or not you support me or not I don't care. Please support me, but if you don't, then don't talk to me. Like that is the, that is the hardest one. Yeah. To actually tell because because but, that's your, you know, that's that's the people that you know you love and care about. That's the people you're closest to stranger you're going to you would care way less but i'll tell you the first step and the biggest growth i've seen from everybody that that's like decided hey i want to be an entrepreneur is that first one to say hey you know what friends and family like forget you this is what i want to do and i'm I'm sticking to it you know
0: yeah because are you doing what you want to do now because it's what your family expects or even though it doesn't make you happy are you just doing what makes you happy Because, you know, think about how many people go to college, you know, how many people are in school right now, just because of the sake of they don't, like, man, like, this is one thing's my dream, I want to do this, but my parents would be so disappointed, I have to go to school, I have to finish college. So I think that's the problem that that a lot of, you know, entrepreneurs and everyone face.
1: That is such a great point, because that's another one too. like, do What am I doing? Am I doing this? Because I believe wholeheartedly and fully with my whole self that this is what is the right thing and what I should be doing and how I can affect the world or am I just doing this because
0: you know my mom
1: thinks I should because I've done a lot of stuff <laughs> because I think my mom thinks I should or my dad thinks I should but you know that's not that's such a bullshit reason to do anything I mean it's it it's not you know it, I really think you need to do things because you believe in them because you no, this is the right path. Not, and, and if other people agree with you, that's fine and that's great. But it's not gonna ha- you're not always going to have everybody agreeing with this, th- that that's not the right path for you. And you have to decide, well, is it or isn't it? Now, why am I, am I going to just quit because somebody else doesn't agree with me? Or if, I'm, if I know that this is right, then I need to do it.
0: Exactly. And, you know, as Dan, you know, guys listening, if you've never followed Dan Locke, highly recommend him, look him up on YouTube. But I mean, he said it best. Uh, If you go on this journey, like your people close to you, you're going to lose friends. You're going to lose family when you make the decision to be an entrepreneur. It's going to happen in the beginning. They're not going to understand you while you're failing. They're not going to understand you while you're broke. And unfortunately, once you succeed and you are successful, they're still not going to understand you because you're going to have more goals. You're going to have more drive. You're going to, you're going to by that time, you've already cut out all the negativity in your life. You understand the importance of who you surround yourself with, and they're just not going to be around. So if you're listening to this, the decision that you really have to make is, is it worth going for my dream of being an entrepreneur, knowing, knowing that there's a significant chance that my close friends and family probably won't be around and talk to me anymore. You know, that's, that's a, that's a hard pill for a lot to swallow, pill, you know, to swallow people. And it's just, it is what it is. So you have to ask yourself if you're willing to make that decision, if you're going to go after your dreams, and accept the fact that you're going to have to make uh, new friends who share the same mission as you, and have conversations that enjoy what you like, what you enjoy. So, um, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode. I think it was, uh, you know, very valuable to a lot of our listeners. Sheriff, thank you so much for being a special guest.
1: I oh, appreciate Dylan, you. The time. I appreciate you, Dylan. You are amazing. That was you helped me so much today. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's what it, that's what it's all about. And um, you know, Wally, thanks for being you.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> me and, me and Wally, thank you for being Wally the robot.
2: Yeah. And uh, Cherith, do you have? Are you on social media, Cherith?
1: Uh yeah, yeah, I'm on.
2: it's Just. What what's your what's your give give us your shout out? What's your Instagram tag? Or where do you want well, people to follow you? Where do you want people to follow you?
1: Um. Well, I'm just my name, Cherith. They are just Cherith Lindemann is what I'm on Facebook and Instagram. I just started my Instagram account. Not very. It's called Charlotte Mason Wells mom. I, that's a kind of a long thing, but. Oh. Okay, so, so
2: you can follow Cherith at Charlotte Mason Wells mom.
1: Yeah, okay. I'm, it it I just started. We're gonna so. post
2: that in the, we're gonna post that in the comments because uh, that seems like a long word to spell. Yeah, uh, we'll you can, guys can chat, follow. So. Mm-hmm. You can follow Dylan at you know at Dylan Star Official, and then you can follow me at you know at Wally underscore the robot, and that's all Instagram tags, guys.
0: Yeah, and and for anyone listening, if you have a story you want to share, you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, you know, like, you know we're you know here on our still in our early episodes, we'd love to have you. And um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Everyone have a wonderful day. Keep at it, guys.